2: Hello, welcome to your Hollywood crime scene mini episode. Hello. Hi, recording in the daytime today. That's oh, just
1: so professional. Like yeah. we have a real job. Like we have a real job.
2: <laughs> well, our big news story today sad news Sydney Portier has died at the age of 94. So yeah. we've had two very big celebrity deaths in the past week,
1: and they were both pretty old.
2: Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I mean Sidney Poitier had a very um long incredible life. He was the first black performer to win an Oscar for best actor. Yeah. So in 19 19- that was in 1963 for uh Lilies of the Field, right? Yes. Uh anyway, rest in peace and let's get on to some really stupid stories now. Yeah. Starting with the story that I probably got tagged in 150 <laughs> times in the past three
1: days. Uh, same. I already know what story this is. <laughs> I mean,
2: look. Obviously. Obviously, we got tagged. Look, there are certain stories that we're going to get tagged in. This is one that I, my, my notifications were a mess. Uh, everybody, ta- thank you. Yeah. Thank you for thinking of me. It's not that I don't appreciate it. I just message received. It's, I saw it's the, possible. I didn't see it. I saw so the I'm sto- glad. <laughs> Obviously, this story first uh, broke to me in my 90 Day Fiance group chat that I'm in. So yeah. that's where I first saw it. But thank you to everyone who, who uh, forwarded the story to me. This is an update on a woman we talked about maybe last week, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Stephanie Mato. She is one of the uh, the 90 Day Fiance cast members. She was on, I think it was season four of Before the 90 Days. It was, yeah, whatever the last season was of Before the 90 Days, she was on that season. She was the first same-sex relationship. She went to Australia to go meet up with her long distance romantic partner. I don't know if they called themselves girlfriends, Erica. Yeah. She was very rude to Erica. I didn't Stephanie was um I said a couple weeks ago she's the opposite of a fan favorite. People yeah. do not like her. She's very annoying. She started out as like a YouTube personality and then she went on 90 Day Fiancé. So she's trying to get famous. Yeah, she's she's got hustles yeah. to do. She's got stuff to sell. Um so anyway, so she went viral. Look, I don't like when somebody from the 90-day fiance universe breaks out of that and does makes news for like
1: non 90 day fiance. Yeah, makes
2: like mainstream news. It's very uncomfortable for me. I don't know I can't explain it, but it's like it's like
1: stay in your lane. Stay. <laughs>
2: It's like I don't know what it is. There's something about it that makes me feel icky because then I also have to reconcile with the fact that I am obsessed with this franchise and that like, yes, I I already know this person. I know who, I know way too yeah. much information about this person. Yes, I know they were selling their farts. Yeah on OnlyFans. I'm I mean I'm, and everyone knows. And now everyone knows. And it's and like everyone's
1: like, why do you watch this show with the fart seller?
2: That's what I'm saying. It's <laughs> like it's like suddenly my dirty little secret has been revealed to the world. It's like when people found out about Big Ed.
1: Yeah, he broke through the mainstream. Yeah. Uh,
2: like he transcended TLC. I
1: mean, at least at least ninety day fiance is kind of popular. It's not like a re- reality show that everyone's like, you watched that? No like, ninety yeah. ninety
2: day fiance. I I think over the past like few years has gotten pretty popular, and it should be. It's a good show. If you're not watching it, yeah. Uh, anyway, so Stephanie made headlines because she was selling her farts in jars and she was making $50,000 a week. which According
1: to her. According
2: to her, which neither of us believe that. No. We think that that is an inflated number.
1: I absolutely do.
2: To get clicks and to make people go, what? Yeah. Uh, so she made the news again a couple days ago. This is out of the New York Post. And the, it says she had a fart attack. A reality TV star who launched a gassy venture peddling her fancy flatulence to strangers, Stephanie Mato, thirty-one, blew away. I can't handle this.
1: <laughs> Whoever you gotta
2: this, please. Uh, they really stay strong. <laughs> blew away people on social media when she recently announced she made more than fifty thousand dollars a week selling farts. Uh, Then she okay blah 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 like goes into her but basically she ended up in the hospital. It says Matto was rushed to the hospital with chest pains she feared were symptoms of a heart attack, according to the outlet. After undergoing a undergoing a battery of tests including blood work and an EKG, Matto was told that her pain was the result of her steady diet of gas inducing beans and eggs.
1: Oh my god.
2: I thought I was having a stroke, and these were my final moments, Mato told Jam Press. I was overdoing it. The self-proclaimed fartrepreneur had squeezed out up to 50 jars worth of farts a week to keep up with demand and even added protein shakes to her diet to make them more pungent. I remember one day I had about three protein shakes and a huge bowl of black bean soup, she said. I could tell that something was not right that evening when I was lying in bed and I could feel a pressure in my stomach moving upward. It was quite hard to breathe. And every time I tried to breathe in, I'd feel a pinching sensation around my heart. And that, of course, made my anxiety escalate. I actually called my friend and asked if they could come drive me to the hospital because I thought I was experiencing a heart attack. she said it was made clear that what I was experiencing wasn't a stroke or heart attack but very intense gas pains.
1: Why wouldn't that be your first guess? yeah, like oh that I've, seems crazy. oh I've changed my diet and I'm <laughs> eating all beans and eggs <laughs> Sorry, like I mean don't, when you change your diet and something changes about your body or how you feel don't you immediately be like oh it must be all those protein shakes i'm drinking yeah
2: it must be the three protein and we don't know how much protein powder she's putting in those probably way too much i don't
1: even necessarily believe her i just find her to be a liar i do you know what i mean like i mean i think she went to the hospital but i don't think she's uh i think she's full of it she's full of shit i think i
2: think this is a new grift I, I just
1: don't believe this girl. She's
2: still riding the wave of when she went viral and made mainstream news for being a fartrepreneur. She needs to add another level to this
1: that she almost died. Here's the other thing. She needs to get out of her first claim. Because right. people were like, well, why would you ever stop farting in jars if you're earning that much money? <laughs> so she needs to stop. She had to get out of that lie. So she had to create a new lie to be like, well, this is why I had to stop. Because I thought I was having a fart attack. (laughs) That's what I think. Do you know what I mean? When you lie and everyone believes you and then you're like, well, now what am I going to do? I have to get out of that lie. I can't keep this up forever. Yeah. Because it's like no one in their right mind would stop selling farts (laughs) (laughs) if they were earning that much money. Do you know what I'm saying? Like- you would do that until you you would do that until the, the demand was gone. My opinions about Stephanie, I think she's a
2: grade A hustler. She knows exactly what she's doing. It's why she's back on another 90-day spin-off right now. She's on the spin-off the single life right now. Uh she's her big thing this year or this season on that show is she's like, I've been celibate for over two years. My cel- Who's going to take my celibacy? Who's going to take my celibacy? Maybe it's going to be this guy I um, hooked up with in high school. So she meets up with this guy she hooked up with in high school, and she's like, I was just in love with him. He was like so hot. He was like a rock star. He was so badass. And then we meet the guy, and it's just some dude in like a bad shirt.
1: Yeah. It, I mean, the thing is, Over the pandemic, a lot of people were celibate because they weren't going out and fucking people. (laughs) Like, I wouldn't necessarily think... think, It's not like you did it on purpose. Right. Like, it was just, like, a natural thing that probably occurred. What an idiot.
2: Look, I'm not a fan of hers. I'm Team Erica, 100%. Me too, and I didn't even watch that season yet. you got to watch that season.
1: I'm on my road. You're on the way there. <laughs> I do it. I'm doing it in a very specific right uh, order. Yeah. So, I'll but when get you there. get
2: there, we'll we'll uh, okay. We'll talk
1: about it yeah. again.
2: Okay. Enough about enough, Stephanie. I don't want to see you in the news for three Seriously. more months at least. Yeah. Okay. This story broke yesterday, I believe. Jason Derulo. What's the first thing you think <laughs> of when you? Hear Jason Derulo's name. Him
1: falling down the stairs. Him
2: falling down the stairs. Yeah. I realize this probably makes me uncool, but I always laugh when I see that meme. It's so stupid.
1: What is the genesis of that meme? Did I don't was it at the (laughs) Met or is it even real? Like I don't even know anymore. I don't even
2: know anymore either. I think he actually did fall down the stairs at the Met. I mean,
1: the image is real, right? Yeah. (laughs) It's just at the level of crying Jordan. Yes. Where it's like. Did that happen in real life? Because you see it, you've never, you never see the original picture anymore, just the memes of it. Right. Uh, yeah. So,
2: I uh, look, I don't even know Jason Derulo's music. I was never. All I a- know is
1: he says his name in his music a lot. And, and then I did, meme? I did see him in Cats. He was in mm, Cats. Mm. So, uh, Yeah.
2: Well, Jason Derulo got in a fight in Las Vegas because, oh, right. I because saw somebody called <laughs> Okay, this is from TMZ. I hate TMZ, but I'm sorry. This is where the story broke. It says Jason Derulo has a zero-tolerance policy for being mistaken for another R&B superstar, so much so that he attacked two guys at a Las Vegas hotel for calling him Usher. Law enforcement sources tell TMZ cops were called to the area hotel during the early hours of Tuesday morning after Darulo threw fists with the men. Eyewitnesses tell der, tell us Darulo and one of the men were passing each other on an escalator when the guy seemed to troll Darulo by yelling, "Hey, Usher, fuck you, bitch!" <laughs> Jesus. I mean, maybe this maybe this guy really did think he was Usher.
1: First of all, I don't think he looks like funny. Usher. It's funny either way. It's funny that someone hates Usher that much. And it's also funny that someone hates Jason that much that they know that that would piss him off and they do it. I find this troll hilarious.
2: (laughs) So Jason Derulo got really pissed off. He punched this guy in the face. And I mean, there's video of this whole thing.
1: I mean, way to have no chill. Like if someone was trying to make you mad, the thing to do is not get mad. Do you know what I mean? Because you just gave this guy what he wants he and got, now he can sue you probably. He got big mad. I mean, who knows? Maybe Jason just lost lost a bunch of
2: money at Area, and this was the last straw. I don't know what happened leading up to this. I would like to know if this was a final straw or if this is a... a
1: yeah, if it's a known thing, don't call me Usher. <laughs> Don't call me Usher. <laughs> My name is Jason Dorillo. Maybe that's why he always says his name yeah. in his song. Uh, this kind of reminds me of, you remember that country singer, um, Ryan Adams? And people would always call him Brian Adams. And like some fan yelled out at his concert, like Summer of 69 or some. Wait, or,
2: you mean Ryan Adams, the strummy guitar guy? Yes, like okay. the country. Is he country? He's
1: I- alt country, yeah. Oh. He's famously alt-country, but he did like a Taylor Swift that cover okay, album. Okay, that uh-huh. dude. okay. But he's very moody. He was married to Mandy Moore. He I seems like abusive, possibly like emotionally abusive or something. There's some drama there. Uh, but yeah, some fans did that, trolled him in that way, and he kicked them out of the concert. I'm just like, you got to play it cool and be like, yeah, I'm going to play a summer of 69. you can't laugh at yourself in
2: that way that is such a weenie move to me to get mad that somebody called you Brian Adams
1: no it's totally stupid i it's funny i was thinking about laughing at yourself and i would say i'm 99% able to laugh at myself but there is one instance that i would not be able to laugh <laughs> well, what, and that what? i would and it's like it kills me to know that I would literally be so mad and I would not be able to laugh under any circumstances. That's how mad I would be. Right. And that would be if someone pushed me in the pool fully clothed. Mm. Like, I can't even tell you. I was like, I would have zero sense of humor about it. And I know that about myself and I would feel bad because I was like, no, I normally would laugh at anything, but that would be very unfunny to me. And I would be so mad and I would be like, look, I don't have a sense of humor about this and I cannot make myself laugh. But
2: to be real,
1: that is such a bitch move, pushing someone in a pool. Uh, exactly like it's such a it's such a it, it's just thinking about it makes me so angry it's never even happened to no. me <laughs> but it's like i if i see it in a tv show or movie i'm like i get like livid and i get i'm not laughing at <laughs> like i don't even think it's funny to see it happen because that's how upsetting it is to me uh but yeah i yeah people need to have senses of humor about themselves except for that one instance which i feel like is forgiving
2: <laughs> it's like when don wiener gets pushed into the kiddie pool I just don't like things like that yeah. at all. No. I don't think they're funny. I, I, especially nowadays because you have your phone on you and someone pushes yes. you in a pool
1: and then your phone's broken. Oh, totally. Don't fucking do that. I mean, that's that. that's like a, ne- a next level. Or like if yeah. you're
2: carrying your purse, like have you ever spilled water inside your purse and yes, everything of course is like, I have, dude, I, I've spilled so many things in my purse and like everything for like a month is wet inside your wallet. It's like you just want to throw it away. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a nightmare. <laughs> it's awful. Um, okay, our next story is out of Tennessee. I don't know who this guy is. He's, he's a lawmaker. This is from USA Today. It says Tennessee state lawmaker apologizes after trying to pants referee at basketball game. Oh, did you see I this? S- I saw this. Why was he trying to pants This the is another
1: thing. <laughs> certain, certain pranks need to die. Yes, I agree. <laughs> like, I don't think these things are funny if you... Don't do it correctly, you just look like a huge jerk. <laughs> like why would anyone do this stuff? It says a top Tennessee
2: state representative yelled at a game official and attempted to pull his pants down during a high school basketball. This isn't even unbelievable. Like, this isn't even the NBA. This is a high school. Right. It's not even college. It's a high school basketball game. <laughs> well, that's game.
1: why he had the nerve to do it. Like, right?
2: He did high school behavior. This isn't even high school behavior. Unbelievable. This is middle school behavior. It's, it's
1: it's a joke. He
2: he attempted to pull the pants down during a high school basketball game match Tuesday night in an incident he later called completely stupid in a statement. Ugh. Rep Rep Jeremy Faison acknowledged Faizan. <laughs> <laughs> it's pronounced no it's <laughs> pronounced that way sound. <laughs> and acknowledged he was bad wrong and hoped to what ap- the hell That's what he said hoped to apologize to the official for losing his temper the game was recorded live on Facebook by Johnson City's Providence Academy which was hosting Lakeway Christian Academy uh, he said do you know how to do a Tennessee accent
1: I'm not going to attempt that okay
2: for years I thought about how wrong it is when a parent loses their temper at a sporting event. It's not Christian and it's not mature and it's embarrassing to the child. Have and it's embarrassing to the child have always been in my have been my thoughts. Faison, the House Republican Caucus Chair, wrote in his official Twitter and Facebook accounts, "Unfortunately, I acted the fool tonight and lost my temper on a ref. I was wanting him to fight me. I just totally Totally lost my junk and got booted from the gym. I've never really lost my temper for all to see, but I did tonight and it was completely stupid of me. Emotions getting in the way of of rational thoughts are never good. I hope to be able to find the ref and ask for his forgiveness. I was bad
1: wrong. (laughs) He tried to pants him. Look, at what point during your rage... (laughs) (laughs) do you not do you know i I get maybe having an explosive rage and being like fuck you right but when you're like trying to pull someone's pants down in front of a bunch of high school that's first of all that's assault yeah that's like you should not do that you don't Mm -mm. touch people i just don't like even i i could even like even though i think it's wrong i could see punching someone in a fit of anger, but to pull someone's pants down. Come on.
2: This is another level.
1: It's so embarrassing. Like imagine you had voted for this dude. Yeah. Like, wouldn't you be embarrassed? Like, we're screwed as a country. <laughs> like, how is this person in, in charge of anything or elected to something?
2: Oh, my God. So, yeah, this guy, there's video of it. He, I watched the video. He, he runs up to him. He, like, gets down. And he, you could see him trying to pull the guy's down. I just feel like down. that's so
1: much time not to cool, cool down. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, how Ugh. embarrassing. Let's do some listener
2: emails and shout outs. Okay. We have a happy birthday to Celesta. January 9th is her birthday.
1: Okay. Happy, happy birthday.
2: birthday. Your partner, Zenith, wrote in. Yeah. Zenith, I don't know your pronouns, but I love that name. But you do say that you are a longtime reply guy and aspiring friend of the pod. Uh,
1: yeah. Happy birthday, Celeste.
2: Happy birthday, Celesta.
1: Why are you saying tuh?
2: It's Celesta. <laughs>
1: How is it spelled?
2: C E L E S T A.
1: Oh, Celesta. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I was, I thought you were saying with a T E. You
2: thought I was just like being fancy?
1: Yeah. I mean, I was like looking to call you out finally. on a mispronunciation. <laughs> thought I had you. It, the email says Celesta has been busting her
2: ass all day, every day, fixing up our house so we can sell it and get in on. And get in on one that has enough room for us and all our stuff. Her drive and willpower is amazing, and it's inspired me to try to learn doing all kinds of stuff I never would have, like using basic power tools. Before this experience of owning our first home together. Well, congratulations. Yes, congratulations. On that too.
1: And happy birthday, Celesta.
2: They also want us to take a look at this vegan restaurant in Brooklyn that also has a outpost in Omaha where they used to work. And it says uh, the woman who started this restaurant has never made a dish or recipe that they haven't liked. And they don't have cats because they're (laughs) allergic to cats, but we got a cat tax picture and this is of several feral kittens that were born in the attic oh, right. of, our I old, saw that. of our old roommate's house.
1: They're so cute.
2: Look at all these little kittens.
1: They're like a bunch of little calicos. Yeah. Very cute.
2: Um, I haven't had a chance to look at this menu, Zenith, but I will. And we do like vegan food. It, yeah, it depends. I actually don't cook a ton of meat, so I'm always looking for new Vegan creations, vegetarian, vegan stuff to make at my house.
1: Yeah. So I like vegan that's just naturally vegan. I don't like fake stuff.
2: You don't like fake meat?
1: Well, I mean, I like tofu is fine, yeah. but I'm not eating like ficken or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah. I but, mean, I eat chicken, so I just have chicken. Right. But I like vegetarian uh, food or yeah. dishes for sure. Um, well, happy yeah, we birthday. should, we should, uh, we'll, we'll roast the menu. Yep. or whatever on the, an after show. Yeah, we'll take a look at
2: the menu later, but thank you so much for writing in and happy birthday, Celesta. We also have another birthday. This is from Nicole. She met- messaged us on Patreon. We, uh, She said, hello, ladies. I hope you had the best holidays and a nice break. I hope this is the best place to get in touch with you. Anyway, I wanted to send a birthday shout out to Natalie. She'll be celebrating her big day on January 10th. Very exciting year for her. She's getting married in June, wishing her the best birthday. And this year for her gift, I will admit that you guys would definitely be friends with her way before you'd even talk to me. She is the best, although I'd never say that to her face and face. And she probably wouldn't say that to me either. We love your show and can't wait to see what you'll be covering in 2022. Love Nikki.
1: Nikki, we talked to
2: you. Yeah, we totally talked to you. <laughs> Happy birthday. Happy Natalie. Natalie. Happy Natalie birthday, Natalie. Nikki. Okay. And we have one more birthday shout out. This is from Phil. Phil found us on the Adam Buxton
1: podcast. We so, get that message a lot. Yeah. Right? I mean, that people found us through him. So shout out to Adam Buxton. Yeah, thanks, Adam. For shouting us out. Yeah.
2: That's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, so... Bill says, hopefully it's not too late, but he wants us to give a birthday shout out to my good lady, not wife, Sasha Steele. She's a huge fan of the show and now a Patreon. After finding your podcast via the Adam Buxton podcast, her birthday is January 10th. Wow. And if you could please see it your way to give a shout out, it would make her day or
1: maybe even year. Well, happy birthday, Sasha. Happy birthday, Sasha Steele. That's a great name. Yeah. Imagine if your name was that. That's, That's a superhero name. It is a
2: superhero name.
1: <laughs> As always, let us know what you ate. Our friend uh,
2: Crystal sent us pictures of what her and her son Ellis had. Yes, which was very much appreciated. I didn't get a chance to get back to her emails, but I love I love the follow up emails we get sometimes. Yes, of people like pictures of what they ate for their birthday.
1: Um, we actually had one more birthday shout out. Oh, okay. Um, so this is from Emily. She wants us to give a double birthday shout out to her sister, Livvy, who turns 30, 30 on the 6th. So that was yesterday. And her boyfriend, Patty, turns 33, I think, on the 24th of January. So a double birthday shout, shout out. They're both fans of the podcast because Emily pestered them to listen Thank Good. you, Emily. Thank you. That's the kind of listeners we need. <laughs> uh, she also sent us some pictures of her cats. Actually, they're Livy's cats to persuade us to do this birthday shout out. Okay, these cats are gorgeous. Ghost and Bowie. Did they're you see them? Gorgeous. Well, I want these cats. One ghost has blue eyes and is partially deaf, and Bowie has green brown eyes and is fully deaf. They are rescue cats who were found in their mom's shed in 2019. <gasps> Imagine finding these cats in a shed. They're like these They're like per- majestic looking white.
2: fluffy white cats.
1: Um, I love them. Yeah, Ghost and Bowie. Those are really cute names too. So happy birthday, Livy and Patty.
2: Wait, is Livy the one who wrote the email? No,
1: Emily wrote, Emily the, email. wrote the email. Her sister is Livy and, and she's her- turning 30. Livy is turning 30. Wow. And her boyfriend Patty is turning 33, she thinks. i don't know why i like that i love the name patty too i do too um so yeah happy birthday uh, to you both and obviously send us that i think they're in cambridge somewhere in the uk so send us some of that uk birthday food i want to see we want to see Definitely. What'd
2: you have? Did you have one of those cherry bakewell tarts that I've learned
1: about from British Baker? I want one of I those. wanted those too because I I love cherry. And almond. I'm into it. Cherry almond bakewell. Such you a good, know. let's you make know that. it's good. Let's make that. That's we're gonna do baking projects this year. Yeah. Like maybe once a month or so.
2: Desi and I decided we want to improve our baking skills. We're both good bakers, but we wanna get better um, at making things like look techniques. really good. Some different tech. We want to learn some new techniques. Cause we're rustic now. Yeah. <laughs> like I would say where we always make baked goods that taste delicious, but we want to elevate it a little more. Right. Maybe.
1: Uh, so, or tr- I would like to learn new techniques, especially egg white. Egg white techniques. Yeah. I'm always scared when it's like, um, folding egg. I like, I do some basic egg white folding. Yeah. But, uh, like I, I, I've had difficulty with, um, Macaron, macarons. Oh, right, and stuff like that. Like I've had one successful one, but then the next time they were completely flat. <laughs> like, right. So I would like to learn how to. So then I get intimidated by anything that has like an egg white element to it. Oh, interesting. Because um, I also really want to make pavlovas because I really like that kind of dessert. Yeah. Um. So maybe it's something like that one week. That's a
2: good dessert for Passover.
1: Yeah, maybe like we'll really, do that. Yeah, with a like a lemon curd or um. Passion fruit curd, a passion fruit curd, and fruit and whipped cream. Ooh. I just like that kind of dessert. Let's do that for Passover. <laughs> yeah, let's do a Passover. Let's do a Passover because we. I don't think we've done that. We
2: haven't done a Seder together,
1: and we can do the brisket. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yum. Okay. Yeah. yeah those are okay. our emails. Okay. We'll take a, we'll take a break. break.
2: Yeah. Hold
0: up.
1: Visit BetterHelp.com slash HCS today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, hel pcom slash H-C-S.
2: Desi, I have to talk about a scene or a moment in a show that we're both watching right now. Okay. Desi and I are both watching The Affair right now. <laughs> It's a Showtime show. It's There's five seasons. It's I don't, older. It's a little older. Joshua Jackson's in it. He's very mm-hmm. hot in it. Uh, the best. Desi and I have decided we hate every single character on this show. They're all yes. awful.
1: Except for Joshua Jackson. Except for <laughs>
2: Joshua Jackson. We like Joshua Jackson. Um, but there's the, this one character on the show... Has an absolute seventh heaven level meltdown about another character finding out another character on the show sells drugs.
1: I mean, this meltdown is so out of proportion. I was. Sh- I'm glad you brought it up to me because I was watching the show solo and I had no one to talk about. Do you know how <laughs> when you watch an old show? It's like, yeah. well, I'm just on my own with my opinions, I guess. <laughs> and I was just like, this is crazy. I was shocked. I was like, not only is it stupid even if that was like in, in, in sort of line, like a uh, seventh heaven. Right. It was out of character it was out of to character. me as well. Like, right. cause he had at this point had never shown any sort of like, Cause he's in a car at some point with his friend doing coke, literally, and it was like he didn't say anything. Then it was like it was like an eye rolling, like oh my god, like what are you doing, like. Right. But it wasn't like hey, just so you know, uh, drugs are bad for you. <laughs> like he never scolded his friend about it, and I even can understand him being concerned that this person is selling but he drugs. Didn't that was my problem? Is he didn't even ask any questions? He went from
2: zero to sixty. He just he wasn't like, "Oh, whoa, really?" like, "Oh, why?" He wasn't like, "Why are you selling no. drugs? Why are you okay?" He was like Nancy Reagan
1: immediately. All of a sudden.
2: And, but he reminded me so much of the dad in 7th Heaven yeah, totally. in that episode where they find a joint. He just was like, "Drugs?
1: Drugs?" It was so weird. It, like I can think of ways to make it make sense, like I'm looking for any reason to get out of this relationship. So I'm going to explode at everything. Yeah. But it wasn't even working on that level. This guy seriously was mad about drugs. Yeah. And let me tell you, you're not there yet. The second season, I'm not kidding you. I laugh out loud five times an episode because it's (laughs) one of the most absurd things I've seen or heard ever on a TV show. I don't know what the writers are like, on drugs. I have no idea how to explain what I'm watching sometimes. Like I kept sending you things. I'm like, I'm sorry, this is kind of not really a spoiler, but I'm telling you something <laughs> that happens because I'm sitting here. Can't, and I can't believe what I'm listening to. There's a whole, there's a whole, ec- another episode coming your way about drugs. Uh, that is unbelievable. Uh, I told you a little bit of it, but it gets even more crazy. And, oh. um, so I don't know. This show is wild. The second season is one of the best comedies I've ever seen. <laughs> and it's not I a can't, comedy. I can't explain it. Every scene, every episode has like five fully nude sex scenes in it. <laughs> it's like, I feel like this is honestly, this, I've, this is the most sex I've ever seen in a show. I feel really? like. Don't you think there's a lot of sex in this show? Not in the well. The first seat. Here's the thing about the like sex. every and they're always fully nude. It's not like clothes up against like. There's right. some stuff like that, but it's like they're like I'm. I've seen the lead guy's ass pumping I'm on so a woman. So sick of that guy's like, ass. So much, so many times that I'm like, I just, I'm like, I don't want to see this ass anymore. Here's
2: the thing about the sex on this show.
1: It's not hot sex to me.
2: No, I, because I find the, the I find the two characters just off. They're just such drags. I, I just not don't like them. But
1: it was hot when she was fucking her husband. That was
2: hot because
1: Joshua Jackson is hot. He bent her over the car. Yeah, like first that first sex scene between them. That was that was hot. But here's what they like: they like his white ass pumping on her. <laughs> so we're filmed from above, and they also like her sitting on his lap where they they're facing that. each they other. Love <laughs> they love that. They have. That position, so I was like, okay. They, they I do, was like, who does that position that much? They like, only do those two positions.
2: They do that facing they each do other, the facing each other, the like yoga position, the tantric. But whatever. he did that with his wife too. I was like, what yeah, the hell? Like that's, that's, that's his signature move. That's his signature move. Uh, there was also the weird scene where like her boobie was pressed up against the wall in the in the shower in the motel.
1: Oh right, right, right. But right. I guess
2: in the shower too. So yeah. they
1: they like a smooshed boob. Uh, this show is is a wild ride. <laughs> if you haven't seen it and you like soap operas, I recommend it because it's like it's bad, but you can't stop. I can't stop watching I, it. I don't even. It's
2: like I don't even care about any of these people, but for some reason, I can't stop watching it
1: because it's like it's dramatic. Like there's like a lot of shit happening and it it is sort of like um, it keeps you engaged by the sort of wildness of it, even though you don't really care. There have been some moments I've been affected by certain things like with her uh, son, but like... uh, it's just so stupid. I also have a soft spot because I love Montauk. So it's really nice to see Montauk. And I've been to the Lobster Roll. That's a real place? That's a real place in Montauk. Uh, I mean, I don't know where they filmed it. because But that's the... a real restaurant? But it's a roadside stand more than a restaurant. Yeah. Unless it's changed. It's possible it's changed. But yes, the Lobster Roll is a very famous Montauk. When I would go to Montauk, I would get um, a quart of lobster salad mm. and eat it all my <laughs> way. New York mm. to Manhattan. That was like my tradition. Mm. And it was like really expensive. Um, but I was like, I don't care. I want like fucking $30 worth of lobster and mm. eat it on my ride home. Mm. And it was like the classic, you know, set like the mayo the, the mayo one that you eat on a lobster roll. But I would just eat it out of the court. Oh,
2: I want it was that so right good. now. Oh
1: my God. It was fucking good. So yeah, I, I have a soft spot for Montauk. So I definitely love seeing Montauk. The second season is even wilder. Like I can't wait for you to get to it. <laughs> we, like, it's so dumb, but I'm uh, definitely enjoying it. So, and I mean, other than the shows that I'm watching weekly, that's the only thing I'm kind of like. I'm literally obsessed with it. I'm like, I need to get home. Yeah, I, I stayed <laughs> up to like. I had to get up early this morning too. And I was like, I still stayed up to like 2 30 watching episodes because I couldn't stop.
2: Yeah, I was up late too. I we out we also I Brennan, I had to let, let him take a break. I didn't want to take a break from the yeah. affair, but he's like I was like, right. I
1: want to get this trash over with as soon as possible. That's kind of my thing too.
2: No, I I've been enjoying watching it, especially yeah. since like I just it just there's something about it that's like I'm just enjoying watching it. Yeah. But uh We had to take a break. I had to take a break for him. He's that's like fine. he's like, Can we watch something like good, like or whatever, yeah. like different, you know? And like
1: because like I don't know. I don't I don't have a threshold for camp and trash I don't and either. bad. Like I, I can watch it unlimited. It doesn't, yeah. So I but I, I know everyone's not like
2: oh he's I know I'm like, that's the difference. You want to watch and something me. good? This I, is good. <laughs> I, I said to him, I was like, Can we watch Nip Tuck again? Like I wanna watch I wanna rewatch that. Um so we watched this movie Encounter with Reeza Amen. Ed and oh. um Octavia Spencer?
1: I don't know it.
2: It came out in 2021. It's on Amazon. I enjoyed it a lot. I didn't know anything about right. it going into it. I would suggest not knowing anything going into okay. it. It's I mean I enjoyed it. It was it was interesting. Okay. There were some tense moments in it. Um
1: Is it a thriller? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's I like mean, a, I like that type of it's movie. It's like a
2: thriller, and um, it's, yeah. I just don't want to say too much about it. Okay. Uh, that might change your experience of it because you think it's something. And Is it a
1: movie that was released on Amazon? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I always forget to check Amazon for content. Yeah. Like new content. Yeah. Um, well, that's
2: where I watch Dexter and Yellow Jackets.
1: I do too. But those are Showtime shows. They're not Amazon produced. That's what I mean. Oh, you
2: mean like their... Their original original. stuff.
1: Um, I was looking up a movie. I haven't watched it yet, but I was curious if you've ever seen this movie from 1977 called Scalpel. No. Okay, I'm going to watch that Uh, it looks really good. Here's the um, blurb. A psychopathic plastic surgeon transforms a young accident victim into the spinning image of his missing daughter. Does that sound good? It sounds really good. I was like, that's my up my alley. And then it's on tubby or tubby? Tubby. (laughs) Tubby. (laughs) Tubby. Tubby. Because it's like a two. Also, I love the Patrick Nagel-esque Oh, a poster. It looks great. So I'm going to try to watch that this week. I've heard week. about this movie. I've seen that poster, Yeah, and I can't believe I've never seen yeah, it. Yeah, it seems like something we would like, so I'm looking forward to watching that.
2: I want to talk about how scared and upset I am that Dexter, New Blood, could possibly be coming to an end once and for all this week, this weekend. Well, it's the finale, so it's you're scared finale. that there won't be more. I'm scared that there won't be more. <laughs> She's terrified. I know. I understand that the reason they brought it back for this limited series event was to quote unquote right the wrongs of... How it ended. How it ended. Yeah. I I had a lot of problems with seasons seven and eight of the Dexter original run. Yeah. So obviously... Whatever, I was happy. I was just happy for more content. I wasn't, it wasn't about righting the wrong for me. It was right. more about, I was just excited for more content yes. of Dexter because I love that.
1: Well, especially now where we're kind of, there doesn't seem to be a lot of new shows.
2: Yeah, I mean, I just love that universe so much. I love all those characters. So I was so excited. And now that it's like, okay, it's coming to an end. And I mean, look, it's possible, it's possible that they're going to maybe. Reboot it and do a season. I'm just hoping. That's what I'm hoping. It for. probably
1: really depends on Michael Seall. Yeah, he might not want to do it.
2: Come on, Michael.
1: I mean, maybe if we complain about this season, they'll have to write another wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we can just keep complaining. Yeah. Um, and then of course, the Yellow Jackets. So there's this is the finale of Dexter this week. Yeah, I'm can't wait to watch it immediately. Yeah, and then Yellow Jackets. It's like. The la- second to last episode. The I penultimate. Think. I guess if you want to be fancy about it. <laughs>
2: the penul- but the penultimate episodes are like historically always like the craziest, right?
1: Um, I guess depending on what show it is. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so I don't like that word because it sounds like mm-hmm. the last one.
2: It does kind of sound I don't, like the last one. I feel one. like it
1: took me a while to realize it was like the second to last. Right. And I, technically, I don't even know why we honor that episode <laughs> with a special word. Yeah. Why do we? Why do we give that episode a special word? Right. Finale. That's all we need. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, please don't write in. I don't really care. <laughs> um, well, that, that word was established in 1477. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Lots of TV. I'm just waiting for Moonfall. Oh, God. I can't wait. I can't wait to see Moonfall. I can't like... Do we know
2: when that's coming out? February?
1: I think February. There's like a few things on my docket that I'm excited for. Moonfall is one of them. What is the other one? Opening day. (laughs) I had something where I was like, February,
2: March. Oh, opening day baseball. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: then uh, there was something else I think in February it might be a TV, a TV show. Anyway, I can't remember. Right. But I had like planned. I was like, okay, here's some things to live for <laughs> every right. month. My one release that's making me happy. <sighs> um, yeah, so I'm excited for Moonfall. Um, yeah. And that's the movie I'm most looking forward to this year. That's the one that's going to get me in the theater. That's the one I'm getting COVID for. <laughs> I want to see it in IMAX. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we're going to go together. Okay. Let's go to... I want to go to a matinee with let's you. Let's go to like not opening weekend. No. When it's died down a bit and go to like an early show. Right. At like if we can get at IMAX. Dude, I'll go at like 1130 AM. Oh, me too. I, I've often gone to the first movies <laughs> of the day. I like going when no one's there. I'm not like a crowded theater type person. I don't like it, especially now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> get away from me namaste away from me (laughs) um uh wait i realized we just made that joke off 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 camera off mic so no one gets that reference (laughs) it's still funny um so yeah that's my tv stuff what about eating we're sad (sighs) nothing good this week I don't have anything good. We're making some plans.
2: Yeah, we're making some plans. Like we said, we want to make a cherry Bakewell tart. <laughs> like we said. <laughs> like we just decided 20 yeah, minutes like ago. Like we said,
1: that's the next. That's, okay. I mean, is it cherry jam? It's probably a jam chart tart, right? I don't know. Brits love jam tarts. They love jam. They lo- they're the like Brits using the jam. love jam. They use the fucking jam in everything. Yeah. Uh, the jammy dodger. I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: I got to say, we love the Brits. I hate that name.
1: The Jammy Dodger?
2: Yeah, those are cookies. I'm sure they're very good. But why do you hate that name? It's stupid.
1: <laughs> wow. It's stupid. Uh, I mean, I think they have stupider names. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> we do too. Well, yeah, of
2: course we do. Uh,
1: that's just a, we don't even have to say that. No. Clearly we're stupider. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, they have a lot of funny names over there for their food items I sometimes like, you're like i don't know what the fuck that is it sounds very cute and you're like oh that's fucking kidneys right. fuck you <laughs> i like bubble and squeak oh that's that's good too i know but that's a great name that's a great name because it kind of it's uh tells you what it is <laughs> it sounds very old <laughs> i love it that's such a good dish i learned how to make that from nigella oh i have i have a cookbook of hers and that recipe is in there and it's really good yeah Um, No, Jammy
2: Dodger, not a fan of that name.
1: But that's like a butter cookie with jam on it.
2: Yeah, I Uh, don't even like jam and cookies either. Oh,
1: I love thumbprint cookies. They're so good. They're so good. Maybe if I had
2: a good homemade one, but I just think you don't like like
1: Linzer cookie. I hate them. Oh, I love them. They're so good.
2: I'm sure if I had your Linzer cookie, it would if be. If you good. have a really
1: good butter cookie with like raspberry, I you just gotta don't set, you like gotta, it
2: when it's that congealed jam. Okay, and the so dry with, but with fresh cookie. jam,
1: it's good though. Yeah. I, I mean I agree. Those a lot of foods are ruined by congealed. Yeah. <laughs> congealed. Or if it's like a it's like why people hate cherry pie. It's like, no, cherry pie is the best pie for yeah. me. Like I yeah. love that's my favorite fruit pie. But if you've only had the Bright red congealed no. cherry no, pie, you can't. You're just dis- it's disgusting, right? It's not what you know. No, We've come on, made some good cherry pies together. I fucking l- look, cherry pie fucks. <laughs> I love cherry pie, yeah. I will always get homemade cherry pie if it's a veil. Me too, like I love it, and I like cherry and a multitude of foods. Me too, I like it combined with savory, like I like cherry flavor. Me too, um, so yes. Uh, what was I talking about? Oh, congeal. The congealed thumbprint jam cookies are disgusting. Do you know
2: what I'm talking about? Yes.
1: Cause they glaze over. Ugh. They're like have a thick that's not what that like when I make homemade uh thumbprint cookies, and I make them a lot because I, I like them. And sometimes it's the only ingredients I have. Do you have.
2: use your thumb to make the imprint?
1: I absolutely do. You push it into the butter dough. It's just a it's like a pure shortbread almost cookie dough. This very is very good. Is and you can also do it almond. Why is it a problem? For
2: me, I was going to say, this is a problem for me because I have acrylics.
1: Oh, I, I mean, you could probably use a teaspoon or I something. I would use a teaspoon. Like, like one of the real measuring spoons. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you've, I put real jam in it, like yeah. very expensive jam. Right. Like I don't, not fucking smockers. I get bone, <laughs>
2: <laughs> you you get like bone?
1: bone? What is bone mama? Like, oh, okay. That good French jam. So, the,
2: the kind that's next to the smuckers at the grocery store.
1: That's the best jam I know, ever. It's good. <laughs> it's good. It's so good. Or whatever. I, I've bought stuff that's even more expensive uh, for that because it's all, that's all you're eating. You got to get the best. I
2: feel like I would need to eat a fresh or cookie for me to like it.
1: I don't. Do you like jam? I do
2: like jam. I just okay. don't... Every time I think about jam in a cookie, I think of like a packaged Linzer cookie and the jam is all no, gross. They're
1: really good because it's just a butter cookie with jam. It's like yum. And I've also done ones with uh, Nutella.
2: Mm. <laughs> See, that's a <laughs> Linzer cookie I could get behind.
1: Yeah. No, but I think if you're using a good jam and it's not overpowering, it's just like a little dab, it tastes really good to no. me because I love butter cookies. Mm. Um, so maybe then maybe next time I make them I'll bring you one. Yeah, you can also do it with a more almondy dough, and that's really good with raspberry. That sounds good. Like that's a good. That combo. sounds really good. So it's like the spritz cookie dough, which is almond. Or you put almond in your cookie sugar cookies. I do. Yeah, I like the almond flavor. I favor. put a little almond next. Uh, anyway, no one cares. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no one cares. I really don't. I really, I'm really scared. I'm going to get emails about how Linzer cookies
1: are good. Actually. You guys, look, I'll, I work, I'll work on her guys. You don't I need to send it. I know that
2: this is an unpopular opinion, but it,
1: I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. Those type of cookies. Yeah. Are bad all around. Yeah. Even the butter cookie is bad. Right. Uh, those are not. I just haven't had a good one. Yeah. No. I mean, that's the case with a lot of foods. Kind of how we feel about rugala. I'm sure a good rugala exists.
2: I tweeted one time. I said, look, I said, we the Jews, <laughs> I think that my opinion is we dropped the ball on rugula. Yeah. I said, it's not one of our best. It's not one of our best. Yeah. And somebody was like, well, you clearly haven't been to Zabar's and da 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 And it's like, I'm sure it's very good there, but I still think in terms of all of our, all the cuisine that we have, I, I disagree. I think we've done better.
1: It's no babka. Than,
2: it's no babka. It's no holla.
1: I think the thing is because it's small, it gets dry very easily. So yeah. there's probably a technique that could make it better, but Plus it's probably every, it probably has to be eaten within like a half hour I've of also, coming out of the oven.
2: Yeah. I've also never had homemade rugula. I used to feel the same way about- We should make rugula. Okay. Just as an experiment. I used to feel the same way about hamantaschen. I always hated hamantaschen until I made my own and it was really good. I think that's just
1: true for a lot of things. Yeah. Homemade and fresh. Yes. That's my thing with rugula. It's like It's always on, not fresh. So it's a little dry, and it doesn't taste good. But I bet you, fresh from the oven, it's probably pretty good. Right, and then completely is gross a half hour later.
2: (laughs) Like maybe it just doesn't keep. I just think that we have had way more like other triumphs in terms of confections, like the black and white cookie.
1: We nailed that. That's not one of my favorites. I'm just saying, but people like. I feel like. I mean, everyone else likes it, but that's one of the things where I'm like, I've only had bad ones, and I know this. Because I've only bought them from like a bodega wrapped in fucking cellophane. Okay, where they're not good. You need to get like a fresh one. I need a fresh one, and I need to make it myself because then I can trust the, the um, quality control. <laughs> okay, this is pastry talk. <laughs> pastry I could, corner. I could keep going uh, about me too, but uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, we're gonna we'll add an official pastry corner when we're starting to make uh, our desserts. And we'll post the recipes. Daisy in
2: Rachel's Pastry Corner. Pastry Corner. Sounds hot.
1: Yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh